1: Let's get this dinner party
0: started. Guys, I've got some pretty big news. I'm talking epic-sized. I'm writing a book. It's called The Secret of Happy, and it's an empowering guide to help you live a happier life. If you've ever felt like you're going through things on your own, you're worried you're not achieving what you should be, or looking like you should then this is a book for you. I talk about my darkest moments and share lessons I've learned along the way. From overcoming heartbreak to managing your mental health and learning to love the skin you're in. To help you find your own inner strength and live the life you deserve. It's available to pre-order now and the link is in the bio. I can't wait for you guys to read it and I hope you love it as much as I do. I just laid a banger down, bitch! And welcome to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. This week I am joined by none other than X Factor winner, star of the stage, an all round golden throated fuck. It is Matt Terry, everybody!
2: Hey! That is literally the best um, intro I've ever had in my life. (laughs) What was that golden throat fuck? Was that great? I love that. Brilliant.
0: (laughs) Oh and you are babe. Such a lovely voice. Such I don't know if anyone's gonna see this, but you've got a pretty fancy setup right there, haven't you?
2: Honestly, home studio. Home studio. You have to with the times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's these unprecedented times. How have you found working from a home? Like have you talked to it like a doctor ward or have you really missed like studio vibes?
2: Um, the the beginning was tough. I think, like, it was so used to, I mean, I'm sure you can relate. It's like, we're all over the place all the time. We get to go and sing over, I mean, for me, it's singing. I'm going over there, here, there, everywhere, flying there, doing musicals or recording in the studio, writing sessions, writing for other artists, just being all over the place all the time. So I think when I first, you know, I remember mum just calling me up and being like, right, that's it now, because I don't really watch the news or anything, like, nothing. So she was like, that's it now, like, it's lockdown. I was like, oh okay (laughs) so so what do i do Uh so there i think for the first week i was like okay yeah cool like i was was kind of thinking like a few few weeks of like banana bread and walks and we
0: all underestimated didn't we we all did
2: exactly and then oh my god it got tougher and tougher Mm -hmm. and i I really struggled and um i was speaking to like my mates and my friends and stuff who like mostly producers that i'm in the studio with Mm -hmm. and um it was my friend. He he calls himself Yellow Koala, and uh, he's a really cool producer. He's like, you know what, man? I tell you what, we got to do. You got to get yourself a setup. <laughs> we got to set you up at home. I'm gonna send you everything you need to order. Like sent me everything that I needed. Like he was like, buy this mic, buy this thing, this project, yeah. this everything, and um two days we were spent on Zoom, mm-hmm. him teaching me how to use it all and produce my own vocals and record. <gasps> Obviously, I do all my writing and stuff, but it's so nice now that I can record and produce my own vocals. So I learned a new skill. I basically.
0: was just going to say, like, in a yeah. way, it does feel as though you've took something really positive out of lockdown, which we know is a hard experience for everybody. But it's nice, isn't it? Like, I always say... If you came out of lockdown, if you came out of the pandemic and that horrible experience, having not been like having not learned anything about yourself, having not picked up a new skill, having not changed in some way, even just if it's your outlook on life or what you think you've learned is important now, then okay. you wasted that time.
2: Yeah, I agree. I def- Oh my god, it's been obviously an absolute curse because of the tragedy of the world yeah but i think we've all had to make the most of it yeah. haven't we like out of these bad situations what else whatever the fuck we're we gonna do like just sit and mellow like we we can't we have to keep moving forward yeah so i think yeah again completely i feel like a different person i know, I don't know. I, do you yeah
0: no definitely yeah. like and i think in so many ways and it's a horrible way to have to learn the lesson because, God, I wish we hadn't lost everybody in those two years and all the rest of it. But, like, I was going through life a bit too fast, Matt. I don't know if you yeah. feel the same. Like, uh, yeah. you know, in the next holiday and the next job and, like, the next house and the next stage of my relationship, like, I was never quite content with just chilling and enjoying and embracing the stage I was at. I always wanted more. And I think it's that hamster wheel we'd all kind of found ourselves on, but lockdown forced me to relax and reevaluate, and I did learn an awful lot about myself. Like,
2: yeah, oh my god, completely relate to that. Like, yeah. it's always what's next? Yeah. where can we go? What you know? What what can I do? Where where? How can I better myself? And it's like you said, actually, like the hamster wheel. That's such a good way to think of it because we just never stop, and it's almost like we're just going round and round and round and round. Yeah. Um, I feel like as well now. Uh, does, has it made you... Oh, look at me asking you questions? I was going to say, get <laughs> you it, can't have my
0: job just because yeah, you're more like fancier <laughs> than mine. Fuck <laughs> <Sorry>. off, man. <Matt. laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry. I just mean, like, I bet you found yourself being, like, more selective with jobs and more valuing your time at home with Milo and Erkan yeah. and your mum and your sister and mm-hmm. and all everyone around you like you just value that time so much more
0: you'd be surprised babe because i've like yes i love my downtime and i love the dog and i love her and all the rest of it but also after lockdown i was like we need a house we need a garden like we need something like that so i went and bought like a massive great big house with a big garden oh and it's I,
2: lovely by the way thank i you follow your home account so
0: much. you're so sweet thank you so much but yeah like i really gone stretched myself financially if i'm going to be honest with your son like i brought that i was like get the biggest mortgage i can get like let's get a house i'm really proud of i'm living here for the foreseeable so yeah so i'm not sure if i'm as uh choosy on the job front as i should be (laughs) i'm just like fuck sake me mortgage is coming out again that's another (laughs) five grand Ah!" so yeah so i am like very busy but that's me own doing and i do love work you know like i'm I'm sure you're the same have you just gone back to work with such renewed sense of enthusiasm
2: yeah i've just found a whole new love for writing music for other artists. Yeah. So, like, we got, like, a boy band cut that was, like, number five in the world the other day. Was this the K-pop one? Yeah, yeah. (sighs) That Um, is amazing, you know, babe. Yeah, I'd never given it thought. Like, everyone's like, you should write for other people. You should, you know, songwriting's in your blood. Like, do it. And I was like, nah, I need to just... Find. My, I need to do my thing, man. But that's
0: but do. that's youth, that law. And like, I'm yeah. not saying, God, you're still such a, such a young, bright eyed pup. But like, <laughs> isn't that like you know when you, it is kind of youthful like, arrogance? Like, I'm doing this for me, and I want to be the star, yeah. and blah blah blah. But actually, when you get older, like, it's more about being creative and and, and making things that people enjoy,
2: right? Honestly, I've realised. So, like, compared to my like my first round in the album coming off the show and stuff, I'll be honest. Like, absolutely fucking hated the whole process. I thought it was just shit. Like. The the things that like, I was doing, like putting me in rooms with different people every single day that I didn't know for like a year, I was just in a different studio with a different person for a whole year. Every that's day. not... A, just, that,
0: I can't imagine, like obviously I'm I'm not, I have no experience with that creative process, but I can't imagine that's conducive to getting the best out of you. Like surely you've got to have a relationship with the person
2: Absolutely, because to write the best song, you've got to go as deep as you can, like yeah. into the person that like, has hurt you or what you're really feeling. And imagine... I find, I guess, like, the best way to say it is, like, imagine going to therapy but having a different therapist every day.
0: Oh, like, my God, yes. No, I completely right? understand.
2: Like, you just... How are you supposed to relate and connect? You have to re-explain how you... You're you have to re-explain it every starting day. Starting from scratch every day. Every day, yeah.
0: So you never get anywhere. Yeah, that makes exactly. perfect sense. So as
2: this time around. So, in all honesty, I thought I would, I'd be done with music. I just... From the whole experience of the first album, I was just, like... Is it worth it? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like what you said, like, I just want to be fulfilled creatively. Yeah. Right. I want to feel good. I want to like, what am I on this planet for? Like, I feel like writing music, singing and, you know, touring around. That's what I'm here for. Right. Yeah. So it got to a point where I'm like, if I'm coming away from a studio session, I feel like fucking shit. like, this is not working.
0: And it should be the polar opposite so, of that, shouldn't it? You should be exactly. buzzing like an old fridge, mate. Like, coming Absolutely. out like, <laughs> and I just fucking th- put a... I don't know how to do... I don't know how to be a pop star, but I just put a... Yeah. I just lit a oh, banner down, yeah, bitch! On. Like, yeah, I feel like that's on. how I would do it if I was a pop Go star. Off,
2: yeah, off, yo. Literally, exactly. Like, mate, what a fucking hit. That's what we say. We say fucking hit. I am
0: sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lit,
2: bro. Oh my God. I wish they could see this. I wish this was a visual podcast. I'll
0: get, I'll get them to clock up a little audiogram just for oh, you for that one. Brilliant,
2: thank you. Um, yeah, so this that's when I threw myself into like musical theatre because obviously I trained in musicals and stuff. So went and did that and that was amazing because I was part of a cast, people met new friends yes you know learned a lot
0: you played of... you played alex in madagascar didn't you
2: i did oh yeah. oh my
0: god was it amazing because that is one of my favorite films
2: honestly i say this all the time that show saved my life like just from i guess being a normal like waiter going into the show mm-hmm. and winning and being in the top 10 and uh you know I'm sure you can relate, you know, like it's, it's this whole whirlwind at 23 and like being crazy and like not knowing who your friends were not enjoying myself in the studio like I was saying, not, it wasn't everything I thought it would be. It was, it was just turned to something quite dark and I was just like, fuck, here I am. Like I I remember I was just sat in my flat and like, you know, done my promo for the day, What what now? I've got a show in like, in a few days. I, I just felt, shit yeah you weren't um, feeling fulfilled exactly I wasn't Mm -hmm. feeling fulfilled um and I was like nah okay and then we got the call and just from DreamWorks the production lot as well and they just said will Matt come and create this new show and I was like what's the show and they said well Madagascar and I was like no fucking way (laughs) and I mean, I don't know, literally it was it was mad it was and I met like the loves of my life on there all my best friends are from that show Love that. that was what four years ago now um yeah all the important people and it was just nice I always say this there's like it's two different worlds and I feel like I jump between them for a reason because being a solo artist is in the name you're solo you're on your yeah, own like it's quite lonely exactly like <laughs> you I, I remember doing like jingle bell ball and i'm surrounded by eighty thousand people like singing my tunes and then i literally i'm just like i look around and i'm like yay (laughs) yay um and then i just go back to my team who are backstage but Mm. then they just go home at the end of the day because i'm the job to them do you know what i mean like and whereas in a theater you're a part of a cast it's a family almost right exactly absolutely like you just you're there at the end and when you're all there and everyone's fucking on their feet screaming at you and you're all there with your fucking arms in the air and you take your bow and it's just so fulfilling to have Mm. to share it do you know what I mean
0: yeah of course and like you know humans we're, were pack animals like that's why I think we struggled so much with lockdown we're not meant to be that really secular small lives we're meant to integrate and socialize and interact and build relationships so I think it's very interesting that that's where you felt most happy. Like I think that's just complete human nature. So, are there plans then to do more stage stuff, to do more musical? Oh, tell me yeah. about them, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I I can tell you. Um, I'm going into Rock of Ages. Fuck um, off! I love that yeah.
0: one as well. Oh my god, yeah. who are you going to play?
2: I'm playing Stacy Jacks, the sexy <laughs> sort of. Yeah, cowboy. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so that
0: was Tom Cruise in the film, right?
2: That's right. I'm yeah.
0: really showing how much of a fangirl I am, but I do love musicals. Like, I just thought yeah. it was so good. I haven't watched that in so long. I'm definitely going to pop it on. Can I come and see you?
2: Absolutely. Well, we thought so you right right, do not you?
0: Yes, people. Right? Oh, and yeah. that is really good. So you're going to find, like, are you going to, is that just based in London? Are you going to tour all over again? That's
2: um, a UK tour. <gasps> um, Amazing. So we'll go all around the country with that. Um, I'm taking my studio with me because I'm on such a roll with my with just songwriting, especially for other artists. Um, So yeah, just take my studio. I'll be writing around on tour, and then at night I'll be on stage playing a rock star. So that's my plan.
0: Oh my god, like living the dream, though. Can I ask (laughs) a question? So everyone, I know everyone's process is different and stuff when it comes to writing music, and I feel like if I was. Like going, like I know, like whenever I'm writing, because I write like books and things like that. If I'm sad, I really struggle. I have to be like buzzing and happy, and f- you know. But then I look at like Adele, and like she seems to write all her best shit when she's <laughs> fucking miserable. So I think like what it, what is it for you? What is are you like re when you're really happy? Do the hits just flow, or do you have to be quite maudlin? Do you find that's good to nurture the process?
2: I feel like. Relate to you and relate to Adele. So, like, okay. like I'm I'm Vicky someday and I'm Adele another day. Oh, it's right? a great so it mix, like, though. Yeah, look at those.
0: <laughs> Two major divas.
2: Come on, <laughs> leg, get it. Two fucking sick women. Um, and, um, yeah, so I feel like, depending on my mood, it will be what comes out. Yeah. You know? So, like, if I'm having, like, a proper bubbly great day, yeah. like, most likely is that we might have gone in and, like, done a proper pop. Dance yeah. track hit like that so, super like a summer banger that
0: everyone's yeah, gonna be singing just in just super, yes. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like throwaway. This just like you know all those. Whereas like if I'm in like my, my feelings or like deep, I'm feeling like deep I have in like, them feels Yeah, then mm. it's like you're gonna get those heart fucking felt the things that mm. are just like ah, oh, and you can hear it all. And yeah. so yeah, to answer your question, I guess my my mood will determine wh- where I go. That.
0: The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey.
0: We're delighted that today's episode of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2 Podcast is sponsored by Pinterest. Pinterest is where you find and do things you actually enjoy. On Pinterest you can find, shape, do and enjoy things that just might surprise you. On Pinterest you start in one place and end up somewhere totally new and totally surprising. I can't tell you guys how many times I've gone on and ended up down a little wormhole. Maybe you go looking for scanny chic design inspo and end up deep in the throes of cosy home vibes. Maybe you're looking to just replace some pottery in your home but end up a to enthusiast with millions of things to get into you just might surprise yourself the creators aren't there to inspire envy they come to inspire action they have the unique opportunity to feed everyone fresh actionable ideas from diverse creators that get you back in motion exploring what's possible trying to find new things and moving forward again pinterest do this by giving creators access to the world's most inspiring people and their ideas, so you can open your minds to what's possible in your own life. The creators help you find what you enjoy doing. Honestly, guys, I am so obsessed with Pinterest. My board at the moment, it changes with the seasons, but right now it's like a hodgepodge of interior design. Obviously, I'm doing up my house, Christmas decks. By the way, I do never feel like it's too early to start doing that. And lovely autumnal fashions. With Pinterest, I really feel like the more you explore, the more you discover. If you've not been on for a while, I 110% recommend spending some time on there, not only for inspiration, but to help curate your curiosity. There are so many things that you can get into, and these things might just surprise you. Visit Pinterest to discover your passions again. So excited about your new venture, and I really do feel like it's so lovely you're going to surround yourself with wonderful people and you're doing something you love. But earlier on, you kind of said that when you were on The X Factor, it was potentially like the... It, it wasn't everything it was cracked up to be for you, like the aftermath and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, you should say that, you know, because my obviously my background's reality TV as well, and although they're polar opposite different shows, mm-hmm. um, like when I did The Jungle... I expected to be, like, in the best place ever and flying high and, you know, like, so happy every day and just thrilled to ribbons, you know, because I'd finally got everything I wanted. But actually, that those years, like, the years that I followed that was some of the loneliest of my life. And I felt like I didn't know who I could trust and mm-hmm. I felt like everybody saw me as like a kind of a product, you know? like the mm-hmm. pe- And I don't know, it led me to make some like quite bad decisions and stuff. And I just wondered if that's like similar to how you felt sort of thing after the X-Factor.
2: Definitely. Like I look back now and I just think, how the fuck did I not think about what would happen after the show? Yeah. Like I didn't even, when I went on, I literally just didn't, didn't think of anything else but winning. I was I was like, I'm going to come first because I absolutely have to. And I thought about nothing else. Like when I was on there, for like, so the process is quite long. So I think like May, I auditioned in May. That's when they film like the first lot. And then you do judges houses as like the first auditions are airing. Like it's all like a long time. So it's, well, it's like May till the end of the year, right? So seven months.
0: Fucking hell, that's pretty um, much a year, isn't it? Yeah.
2: So like, and I must say on the show, like, I just, I feel like I have this ability to like I'll embrace whatever situation I'm in. Like mm. I'll really try and make the most commit. of it. Like what we're talking about, yeah. Like we talk about lockdown. Like I'll just really try and and make the most out of wherever I'm at. So you know, I was just thinking about what I could get out of this and um the, the actual show itself. It was tough. Don't get me wrong. Like it was very like difficult and and hard and um i i that was the first time i ever sort of experienced like the whole oh, what's going to happen like what you know that that kind of fear i guess yeah. um but then it was after the show that i i was just like oh oh oh, oh that's it yeah. you know like it's like that's the hi- i think that's in my opinion that's in my life like the highest of heights that you can get yeah. is on that big monster show yeah. that is is you know
0: and how many people so were watching huge. it Matt roughly when you were on it yeah, it's got to oh, be like, like
2: 10 mil or something on it yeah it was yeah I think my final was about 11 million viewers or something like you know so literally like the, sh- the show itself was great and then I just remember afterwards like being like oh is this it and I remember sort of them or like my manager I I literally had I'm not joking I had Five managers. Jesus. Who the fuck needs five managers? Like, obviously, you're automatically signed to um, these managers, okay? And I don't want to talk badly about them because I think, actually, as, yeah, as people, they're lovely people, I feel like we didn't understand each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, in my opinion, this is, you know, my, how I see it now, is that the post- the, how do I say this? The aftermath of the show is out of date.
0: Yeah. So do you mean like the like the, the aftercare and everything? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, and like and the strategies, yeah. like releasing and and music, is it worked like in 2010? Yeah. But this is like. 2016 like you know so I felt like we'd come on a long way from there I also won in like the transition of like Spotify so like everything was changing and I felt like yeah more attention should have been paid to that but yeah I mean I had like a day-to-day manager then I had two big managers that were actually from two different companies one was like and one management company to another company then there was a, another day to day which would be overtake this one or the internationals and then there'd be a social media person doing like it was a, it was just a, I mean from somebody like me who was like I went from nothing like I must have had maybe I don't know 20 quid in my account when I went on to okay. the show you know I mean yeah. like like it was like it was just crazy and like don't get me wrong like everyone was lovely I think everyone had my best interest at heart and but it was just not i don't know just wasn't the right formula in my opinion yeah well
0: i mean obviously there's a lot's changed since you know you did x factor and now and the show no longer exists even you know like it's not being made anymore do you think there is still space in, the, in, like, sort of that industry for a show like X Factor, do you just think they need to, like, look at it a bit more, like, change certain things and stuff, or do you think that entire format is done?
2: I think, yeah, I think for now it's not, the, it's, not it's done. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's the best thing it could do. I always say this, like, I feel like the analogy would be, like, for example, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. right? Now you're we talking, fuck, son. Yeah, come on. We <laughs> fucking love Harry Potter. Like, Harry... Potter is everything. King, absolutely. Imagine king. if he released if if he <laughs> imagine if Warner Brothers <laughs> if Harry released <laughs> Imagine if Warner Brothers released a new Harry Potter like every three months. Oh, do you know what I'd
0: I mean? Just like, be so happy. I'd watch him do anything, uh, yeah. you know. I'd watch him do the crossword. Like Fair I would just enough. fucking
2: love I'm probably that speaking so to the wrong person because I know how much of a fan you are. Yeah. But but it, eventually you'd get tired. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like no, I know what you're saying. Nothing is going to last forever. Nothing's going to have that. Adele, if she would give us an album every six months, yeah. we'd be like, cool, okay, cool, okay, cool. Yeah, what are you fucking flipping, winching about now, hon? She flipping has us waiting for five oh, yeah. years and that's why she's now just broke all these records because anticipation. Mm-hmm. We're humans. All we want are things that we can't have.
0: Do you know what <laughs> I mean, very true. Like, that's very what we true. So like the second you start a diet, isn't it? So like yeah. the second you go, "Oh, I'm going to start eating healthy this week," and then all of a sudden you're just walking down the street and like you can say baguettes dancing yeah. next year and everything because <gasps> you've told yourself you're going to limit your carbs. No, exactly. I totally get it. You're so right, and it did. It did feel. 'Cause obviously the golden age of TV for me, like you've got your I am a Celeb, so you've got your um you've got your X Factor, you've got your Britain's Got Talent, like all these big shows, like and I loved watching them all. But it did begin to all especially Britain's Got Talent and X Factor, all blur a bit into one. And there's so many more came as well, didn't there? And I suppose that the market was just completely oversaturated with this
2: I think so. I think
0: it's processed so pop music.
2: Definitely. I think like now as well, like we're so like, we, we are entertained all the time and we have everything at a click of a finger Like We mm. don't like to wait. We don't fucking watch adverts anymore. We don't have all of, like, this crap. We, anything we want to watch now. Like, I get flipping upset when I look at a, a series that I've started. I'm like, fuck, it's every week. Why have I done this to myself? I can't. I can't wait for it to be released. I need yeah, it now.
0: We, we want to binge our content, don't we? That's who exactly. we are.
2: Exactly. I feel like before like that was the prime source of entertainment wasn't yeah. it it's like X factor it reminded you of christmas that, that you knew it was coming yeah. all of those adverts the fucking what's that fucking famous advert that's always on that we wait for every year coca cola all that yeah, yeah everything like all of those things and that was part of the build up whereas now it's like uh tiktok uh the gram yeah. uh youtube um, Netflix,
0: Netflix, everything like Hulu, give me all of
2: those. Yeah, we've give got me it now, all. Yeah. So, like you said, it's oversaturated, and I think I, I, I just think, yeah, I think, give it. Who knows? Like maybe in the five years, like we'll be at a place where like it can come back, and it will be an absolute smash, and we would have all yeah. missed it enough to to appreciate it. Um, but I think yeah, it's just that thing when it's over and over and over and over again. Like as British people as well, we're all fucking that way of like yeah, we just, we just like it. to mug everybody off and like watch people get mugged off like you
0: know no I think for now I totally agree with you like I don't miss it but that's not to say in a couple of years I'm not gonna like want it back um, Matt I've absolutely loved talking to you in part one I'm so sorry about all the intrusions and interruptions from my Fluffy fuck of a dog. Um, <laughs> really, please come back in part two because I've locked him upstairs with his daddy now. Hopefully, Erkan can fucking look after him for a change.
2: <laughs> of course. Thanks, Bubs!
1: <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row?